Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Well, we're, we're so entertained sometimes just by the opens, our own opens to the show, yes. ladies and gentlemen. That, that's a relatively new one, so uh, we take interest in that. Good afternoon. Welcome to Thanksgiving week, the week where nobody wants to be at work. We all want to be on our couch <laughs> eating turkey, watching football, but we got to get through at least a couple of days. Fred's lucky, Sue, because he gets to take off tomorrow. Well, he's oh, off Fred. He's off on Wednesday, but you're, you're oh. working through tomorrow. You get a right. day extra because you're right. traveling this week, right? Yeah, we're uh, going to Miami for Thanksgiving. That's where everybody that goes for Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> the crowds go down there for sure. There's no doubt well, we about did, it. Well, we did New York last year for the Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's so. right. Okay, what are you watching this year? Just uh, turkey uh, on the nothing. old turkey Miami beach? somewhere Thanksgiving morning. So you really Miami. do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I don't do, do that. <laughs> well, I, do you trot, Fred, or do you walk? Oh, oh. A little trotting, little walking. If it's downhill, I'm trotting. I hear yeah. that. I, a, that's, I'm walking that's everywhere 100% else. That's one hundred percent the way to go. Well, I um, I'm ready for Thanksgiving. I do like the holiday. We did Christmas over the weekend. I think Christmas. Uh, Fred did too because I sent him a picture yesterday. Right. I said, "Hey, we're doing we're doing all the decorating. We got ahead of it and." All Who the Thanksgiving are you, stuff already do you do came down. All the time, uh, we did friend? it because we're going to be gone. We usually do it the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Mark, but we're going to be gone. Yeah, so well, we so typically we would either do it um, the week, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Actually, probably the weekend, the first weekend of December. But last year, last year was a little bit an audible. We went to Vegas for Thanksgiving. Right? Oh, I forgot so that. So because of that, it was my idea, brilliant idea, I must say. <laughs> Let's do Christmas before. That way when we get back, we're not you know, hurried right. and rushed, and we have the weekend between. It's always the same. It's kind of the weekend between deer camp and I know it's the same in your world, too, Sue, oh, and yeah. Thanksgiving. Camp and, so I, I thought this year, you know what? Let's get ahead of it. I started unpacking stuff from the basement. We got the, uh, the real tree from this lot on Manchester Road and paid way too much for it on Saturday. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. I don't. I'm not even going to tell you what it costs. Because, Wait a minute. Is it huge? What's the deal? Uh, I wouldn't say it's huge. Apparently, it just comes to life and starts talking to you for the amount that I've paid. I think oh it just blares gosh. out Christmas. Well, but here's the deal. Remember last year, Becky found this place. It's like a fresh tree, like really fresh. It's like your fresh turkey. You know, you're getting your fresh turkey. You get the frozen turkey, not the same. So I did take note of the fact that it was really. Uh, the tree was great. It, it never kind of lost needles, and right. it kept drinking water. And, and we got it up early, so <laughs> that sounded dirty. But <laughs> it, <laughs> sorry, but you know, because of that, I thought we're going back here. That was great. That was a really good Christmas tree. And then the, you know, the the bill came up, and it was too late to say no at that point. And I then think. you went back for more this year. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like talking this year. Wow. I don't think it was as okay. much last so, year. So oh. I saw trees over the weekend at Walmart ranging from like six artificial trees, mm-hmm. um, ranging from like $69 to maybe $200. Right. So how does 
and then you can use those over and over. But I'm I mean, a how fresh does that compare person. to the uh, the artificial yeah. tree? I'm I'm going to take the fifth on this this <laughs> afternoon, Fred. I'm not going to answer these questions. Did you get it home okay? Yes, we did. <laughs> well, we yeah, we did. I I could tell a story about that, but I won't just to protect myself and keep the lawyers away and stuff like that. No, it's nothing like that. It's just that we we had a rental car, remember, because uh, my wife wrecked our car. We did get a new replacement car last week. We didn't turn the rental car in because Becky said, hey, let's Let's damage the the rental. Let's put the Christmas tree on the (laughs) rental and damage. Well, But we put a blanket over it, Enterprise, and it got returned this morning and everything is fine. And we got the tree home. Now, I have a fake, couple of fake trees, too, so we put it all up. It's very festive in the uh, wow, household good. right now. It really is. Um, speaking of festive, now, this caught my attention. This is going to lead us into some of the things we're going to do today. Sue, I don't even know if you saw this. You know, Chris Negus used to be, and he really did, he held the title of the official investigative reporter for the Mark Reardon show. Did he? was he? at Channel 4. Yeah. He, well, you know, he, Chris did a great job. I always loved his reports. And uh, he was a part of the show. Well, he he took off, what was it, Fred, a couple years ago. He went, right. and I think he still may live here, but he has a role that's um, more regional in media. And um, we don't get to talk to him as much anymore. But yesterday he posted something on X, formerly Twitter, that um, said this. And there was a video that came along with it. And I'll just tell you what he said, first of all. He says, just took my kids on the Polar Express talking a lot of to a lot of out of town visitors. This is what visitors see on their way to the North Pole. Why do we put up with this, St. Louis Mayor? And then he tags a couple other people. Do we want people to come back? Have you seen the videos? I haven't. Well, it basically looks like um, oh, Ukraine or Gaza. What Gaza probably looks like, like dilapidated buildings, <sighs> a bunch of trash. This is what the kids and the families apparently are seeing as they take that trek from Union Station. Well, that's horrifying. It is. First of all, why would the here's one thing I would want to know is why is the company that is putting it on this well they make a lot of money and i guess people don't complain but i had no idea i've never been on this thing my wife took becky my wife took my wife took alexa a couple years ago on it she wasn't too thrilled with it oh my gosh people love it usually i mean i've heard that no i've heard that but we're different it seems we don't like some of the things that that people like so i know that it's very popular with uh with families, but this just looks horrible. So we're going to talk with Chris in the next hour. Now, this, I think, kind of ties in with this. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know, in case you did not know, because it's 3.13 and you're running out of time here on this Monday afternoon. Sue, I'm worried about you in particular here. Today is Trans Day of Remembrance. And I don't know if people know that. And it's easy to get confused because we have a lot of trans days. And I'm going to kind of outline them here in just a second. But our mayor of the city that can't pick up trash or, um, you know, answer 911 calls or fix any of the crime problems tweets this out today. Today is hashtag trans day of remembrance when we honor and celebrate our trans friends and family we've lost. Many of them too soon. Let us continue building a St. Louis where all feel welcome and supported, regardless of their genity, identity, and expression. Let's focus on the all-feel-welcome part of that tweet, ladies and gentlemen. How about the people that live in the damn community, that want to come downtown, that live where I live, out in the Fenton area, or Chesterfield, or up in North County, or South County? Do they feel like they're welcome in the city of St. Louis? Because i got to tell you something. They shouldn't. They shouldn't feel safe right now downtown. So this is stunning. And by the way, in case you can't, I'm just going to give you a little out here. In case you can't celebrate today... Um, there's always next week or next month because it seems like every month has something related to the Alphabet Mafia. And if you don't believe me, let me just kind of outline it here. The uh, week of February the 19th through the 25th is the Aromantic 
Spectrum Awareness Week. I have no idea what that is. Oh, uh, International Transgender Day of Visibility is March 31st, not to be confused with today, which is Trans Day of Remembrance, which is coming off of the uh, the week that was the transgender, you know, Awareness Week last week. So you got Awareness Week last week, Transgender Day of Remembrance today. Then you have International Transgender Day of Visibility. How many days do people who gave their lives for this country get? Two. On the, yeah, if they're Three. lucky, right? If you count. <laughs> Lesbian uh, Visibility Day is April 26th. International, oh, I missed International Asexuality Day. That's April 6th. International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. That's uh, Idahot. <laughs> Uh, May 17th. Pansexual visibility is May 24th. Pride Month. See, I think there's a, an error here. I have a slide that says Pride Month is in June. I'm going to challenge that. From what I remember, Pride Month is April, half of April, all of May, all of June, and then a little bit into July as well. It's about three and a half months at this point. International Non-Binary People's Day is July 14th. Bisexual Awareness Week, week September 3rd. Celebrate Bisexuality Day, September 23rd. LGBT History Month, October. International Lesbian Day, October 8th. The lesbians get a couple of days, too. Good for them. National Coming Out Day, October 11th. Spirit Day is the third Thursday in October. That's like an anti-bullying thing. International Pronouns Day. How in the hell did we miss this on this radio show? Fred? You're the executive producer of this radio show, and we somehow <laughs> missed International Pronouns Day the third Wednesday in October, didn't we? And that's on you. So it, it's a joke when you think about it. This is what I've pointed out. You know, if they're going to raise the pride flag or whatever flag they can do and have a tweet, but they can't clear the homeless people out of the building next to City Hall where they already cleared them out, and they create issues for people just going to hockey games and concerts. They won't do anything about that. Nothing's changed. It was almost a week ago when someone was shot again. We had two shootings in two weeks right here, about two blocks from where we sit right now, in the middle of the day, not not at night, not in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day. But this is where the uh, priorities are for this administration, and I don't think it should be any uh, secret. Now, did you, did you see uh, in Massachusetts a school district uh, eliminated USA Day from its Spirit Week? They thought this was bad timing for kids to dress up and pay tribute to the country. Uh, So they took it off of their spirit week. Massachusetts school eliminates spirit USA Day. Um, Let me tie this in here when it comes to the city of St. Louis. I love this one. This is a gem. Fred, did you see the tax thing related to weed? Today, no. this is a story that just broke a little while ago in our local paper. City officials missed the deadline to begin taxing recreational marijuana sales this fall, leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. The city, you see, was supposed to start charging a 3% levy in October, but until about a week ago, no one had filed the paperwork with the state to turn on the spigot. And now, per state regulations, city officials will have to wait until January. They're going to lose about 600 thousand dollars over this six hundred thousand dollars Kara Spencer is quoted in the uh, in the article about this saying um, you know that kind of money could cover the cost of a proposed freeze on senior property taxes for a year that that kind of money can cover a lot of things right but then again the city has all this money that they're sitting on and they're not spending it anyway so maybe we shouldn't care 
They um, they say in the story that city spokesman Nick Dunn said Mayor Jones and her staff got the issue resolved within a couple of days last week. Dunn said the mayor's office is also taking steps to prevent similar problems in the future. They don't know how this happened, by the way. They admit it was an oversight. They don't know who's to blame or whose job this was. They applied for the... Um, you know, I guess to get the taxes next year and they were supposed to have to wait six months. But I guess they gave them the Department of Revenue gave them a little bit of a waiver here to impose the tax in January rather than April as the regulations prescribe, meaning that they will lose three months of revenue rather than six. So 600,000, not 1.2 million. But congratulations to the city of St. Louis, where seemingly they can't really get much right at all in in government. So They should be proud of that. All right. We're off and running here. We have uh, Michael Goodwin, columnist for the New York Post, coming up here. We'll talk about some of the things related to Israel and Gaza and also Eric Adams slashing. I mean, this is really stunning. I guess they feel like they have no other, you know, possibility or consequence here in New York City because they have so many people that are coming in that are not legally in this country that Mayor Adams says, well, we got to accommodate them, so we're going to cut the budget of the police. Michael weigh in on that. I mentioned Nagus is coming up in the next hour, his Polar Express experience. I know, Sue, you're not the most sports-oriented person, even though you went to Pittsburgh last weekend, but Fred and I were pretty thrilled when Mizzou was able to beat the, you guys, um, you say that, but it's only because I didn't go to Mizzou. So well, no, you two I, I are like, woo, right. into it. Yeah, I get that. But they, yeah. they won a thriller on Saturday night, Fred. I still can't believe it. It was a nail-biter. There's no doubt. Way too close. And then the uh, the basketball team turns around after a great victory in Minnesota last Wednesday or Thursday night, and they lose to Jackson State at home. But my point is, Cusimano is going to have a lot of details on that and more. Scott Jennings is with us this afternoon. Carafano as well, plus an audio cut of the day on a shortened Thanksgiving week edition of the Mark Reardon Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I, I suppose I'd say when you've lost Cardi B, ladies and gentlemen... It's a problem, right? In New York, there is a 120 million budget cut. There's a 120 million budget cut in New York that is going to affect schools, public libraries, and um, the police department. And a $5 million budget cut in sanitation. Of a budget cut in sanitation. 
We're going to be drowning with rats. Yeah, well, she's kind of got it summed up. Some of these things happen in St. Louis, too. Michael Goodwin is back with us, columnist for the New York Post. Michael, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving week. Thank you, Mark. You too. Well, Mayor Adams even has the uh, the lefty celebs even worked up over some of these proposed cuts, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that she focused on the, on the police and crime, uh, of course, with the other things, the schools, the sanitation. Uh, look, there's no good explanation for any of this. The only major cause is the migrant. The, right. the way that New York City has welcomed them and is obligated under law to provide shelter and food and et cetera, et cetera. And so, of course, it, the city has been a magnet for them. And roughly 125, maybe 140,000 have come. No one knows for sure. But what we do know is more than 60,000 have been given free shelter uh, for the entire time of their stay. And these are largely in uh, midtown hotels, in other hotels around the five boroughs. Uh, one is now at the a federal park, Floyd Bennett Field. And uh, some of the migrants were so incensed by being put there that they refused to get off the bus uh, and said they want to go back to Manhattan and stay in a hotel. And, you know, I can't blame them. Uh, but it, it's the sense of entitlement already. And I think that's what the mayor has created. Now, look, this was a problem caused by Joe Biden. There's no question about that. But but the, the mayor had numerous opportunities to argue with the president over this, to say we can't do this, to join with the other governors and mayors in saying you've got to seal the border. To this day, he has not said seal the border. Uh, he, all he wants is for the federal government to help pay for it. Uh, that's not the answer. There's not enough money in the world to pay for all these people who want to come to America and who are generally, as we understand it, impoverished and unable to care for themselves. So you can't have an open border, which is what we have. And Eric Adams has never been a forceful leader on that issue. He's denounced uh, the governor of Texas uh, for sending migrants to New York. And remember, the governor of Texas was doing this to get help from the Democratic mayors in going to the Democratic president. Instead, uh, Adams denounced as racist the Texas governor. So Adams has brought this on himself in many ways. And, of course, there's this separate issue of the FBI investigation right, right. of him and his fundraising from his uh, 2021 campaign. Let me circle back to that in, in just a second. But, Michael, I thought it was interesting because you wrote this. Adams, a former cop, was elected in 21 and on an anti-crime platform. There's been real progress in reducing murders and shootings, but overall crime reports continue to climb and no one who lives in the city believes it's safe. There's, um, you know, I, I think some similarity there with St. Louis. We don't have nearly the amount of people that New York City does, but we've also seen some some progress on some of the crime numbers, but no one feels safe. And we do have these, you know, property crimes and other things that have been spiking. But are you telling me that this, and it seems like they're doing cuts that are just wider than the police department, but he has no other choice than to go after the cops budget this way in a city that is not safe and where you have these things being caught on video on a regular basis. Politically, I would think that he'd be concerned about that. You would think, but I, I suspect there's just, 
it's hard to it's hard to describe this unless you live here. But it almost feels as though there is no real administration well, behind. We, we know that. Yeah, we can feel that here yeah. on a very it's a microcosm here. Honest to God. Yeah. Yeah. And you ha- so you have a mayor going out, giving speeches and doing things without really having his hands on on the real government functions. And so, for example, New York City's budget this year is one hundred and ten billion dollars, one hundred and ten billion dollars for the five boroughs. Uh, a decade ago, it was forty nine billion dollars. And this is an old trick of politicians. You tell me, I, tell me I have to cut the budget. I'm going to cut it exactly where it hurts you the most until you cry, uncle, and then you'll tell me, don't cut the budget. Now, usually that's done with, as part of a strategy. Oh, you want to raise taxes. Okay, now, now go ahead and raise taxes. Just don't cut the police or don't cut the libraries, right? I don't think Adams is even doing that. I just think he has no control over the budget. I think he has very little interest in finding out, is there some other way to do this? I I mean, it's, you know, in in many cases, budget directors have enormous power because they can tell a governor, a mayor, even a president, look, there's no other way to do it. You have to do it this way. You can't do that thing you want because you don't have the money. Well, what if we cut somewhere else? No, you can't cut anywhere else. So there is enormous power within the budget division unless the mayor knocks heads and really sits down there and goes through the numbers and understands the numbers and is creative about finding a way to protect the most vital service. Eric Adams hasn't done that. You get a sense that he's been told, well, we have to cut X amount. Okay, let's just do it across the board. Right. Let's do 5% everywhere, and, and we'll call it a day. Well, that's, you can do that, but that's awfully lazy, and you are going to destroy the, any sense of public safety. And as I wrote in the column, Mark, he has done some good things on public safety. Murder and shootings, which, of course, are the two things that scare people the most, are down significantly during his tenure. But a lot of other things are either flat or up. And so you do not have a real sense that the city is safe. Nobody here would tell you New York City is safe. And so that sense is something the mayor has got to combat. And when you take away the cops, reduce the police force to what it was in 1993, when... uh, the city had enormous rates of murder and everything else, and that had a smaller population. So when you do that, you are really tempting fate. And I think if you're going to go down that road, you better be able to say, I've tried everything else and it didn't work. But he hasn't tried anything else. Michael Goodwin from The New York Post is here. You know, the, the number you just used, and I'm going to have you uh, clarify in case I heard it wrong. The total budget for New York City, did you say hundred and what billion? billion. Our whole state of Missouri, and I don't know exactly what the population numbers would would be. Maybe they're very similar. Maybe even the city of New York has more than the entire state of Missouri. We have a $52.9 billion budget. Most of that is, at least half of that is Medicaid spending. So that's a really staggering number there for New York, I would say. Yes, yes. Uh, The New York state budget is, uh, I think, $225 billion. Look, the New York City budget is almost the same size as the Florida budget. 
uh, which has more people. Right. Yeah, the entire state of Florida. And uh, the New York state budget is nearly double the entire state of Florida's budget, even though Florida has more people. Um, So a a lot of this, you are right, is is Medicaid. Um, A lot of it is uh, school school uh, subsidies, mm-hmm. which are New York has the highest per capita spending of students in, in the country and some of the most mediocre and even lowest results. So the, the idea that you can't cut anywhere except the police or libraries. Nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. ridiculous. All right, go, Michael Goodwin, help us out here. And I've had a couple of guests do this, but the Eric Adams story with the feds getting involved and, and all of that, that, that's been lost on us a little bit here just because of the news cycle. So how serious do you think that is? And maybe just explain the background a little bit. Well, there, uh, in, in 2021, the mayor had some, shall we say, suspicious uh, donations And one of the oddities of New York City election law is that there is a public matching fund. So any qualified uh, donor, meaning essentially a resident of the city, an individual, not a PAC, nothing like that, not a business, can donate $250. I mean, you can make you can do more than that. But up to $250 is matched by the city eight to one. So if you give me, if I'm running, you give me $250, I will get, uh, what is that, almost $2,000 in matching money for your $250. So the emphasis is to get low-dollar low donations from city residents. So there have been numerous, numerous scams over the years attempting to take advantage of the matching. So to fraudulently give the 250 and then give it back secretly to the person because you don't really want the 250 you want the 2000 from the city so there have ah. been politicians who have been caught stealing they use it's called a straw donor somebody who doesn't exist or somebody who is giving you the money but knowing they're getting it back uh it's illegal to do that of course eric adams had a number of suspicious cases in his 2021 campaign The campaign finance board, which audits anybody who gets this matching money, could not get answers out of his campaign. I suspect at some point they went to the prosecutors with their suspicions. And the interesting thing is that the FBI took the case. Now, the only possible reason for the FBI taking the case is that some of it involves Turkish nationals. And Eric Adams has established this relationship with Turkey which he's visited six or seven times, according to his own account. Uh, The Turkish government built a new big consulate in Manhattan across the street from the United Nations. There's been some focus on the fact that Adams, the building had some compliance issues with public safety, with namely fire protection. Adams urged the fire commissioner to hurry up and give them the certificates so they could use the event when President Erdogan came to open the building. Now, the interesting part of that is that uh, Adams was not mayor when he did that. He was the Brooklyn borough president. Okay. Nonetheless, it could be the, the suspicion is that he is he did favors for the Turkish government. He went to a lot of their events uh, in exchange for some of these contributions from Turks, 
living in New York or even foreign nationals. Now, why would the FBI get involved in that? In my suspicion is, it's just a suspicion, that the FBI picked up some of this on a FISA warrant, which is the foreign intelligence. It's effectively you're spying on foreigners for some for committing crimes in America. They could be political crimes. And so uh, the, the upshot of all of this is the FBI did three raids on different Adams associates and then stopped the mayor on the on a street, on a public street and told his sub, his security detail, NYPD officers, to step back. And they took the mayor and got into the mayor's car with him and confiscated two iPhones and one iPad. So it took three electronic devices from the mayor. They returned them after they copied the contents. Right. So it looks like they are looking at the mayor and not just his associates on these contribution issues. Now, we don't know if they have a case. We don't know what they found on those phones. Uh, And I'm not one who automatically trusts the FBI anymore after what we've witnessed in Washington. The mayor has criticized Joe Biden over the migrant issues more recently. And of course, there's some suspicion that this is once again the FBI being weaponized against Joe Biden's opponents. I don't know. We don't know yet if that's the case. What we do know is that there have been lots of suspicions about the mayor's 2021 campaign and those contributions. Yeah, that that's fascinating. You did a great job of explaining because I think I have a much better understanding of what he's up against. I mean, it certainly doesn't sound good for the mayor. And this would be something that it doesn't appear like a grand jury in New York is taking a look at this. If the feds would issue charges, it would just be an indictment from a federal prosecutor, right? Yes, I mean, they could they could do a grand jury. Uh, that's normally um, how you get an indictment. Otherwise, I think it's called an information or something to that effect. But to get an indictment, uh, you do have to go to a grand jury. Uh, and we have not heard that a grand jury has been convened for this purpose. But they have now done the three raids, uh, searching the homes and carting away boxes, et cetera, and the three uh, devices from the mayor himself. There may be other things that we don't know about, but th- that much we know. So, Michael, when we hear about that here, you know, we, we heard about the phones being confiscated all this a couple of weeks ago, really haven't heard anything since. Is it quiet in New York media about that, or is the media in New York kind of, you know, knocking at the door every day on that story? Look, I mean, I, I think to the extent that the, the, the media has covered it, there's been a, a rash of sudden coverage, and you're right, it's it's sort of gone gone uh, quiet for a few days. I mean, there's there's been some suspicions uh, there. You know, people um, the mayor has has started a defense fund. So he's got to hire his own lawyers for this. Uh, that's been the latest news. And uh, he, he has hired private lawyers. Uh, they clearly have been making some effort to push it down to say that one of these aides who was uh, on the city payroll who was uh, her house was searched uh, if they fired her for acting inappropriately. So we don't know what that's about. Uh, uh, the fundraiser who was the, the biggest person, the biggest target, it looks like initially, uh, she was not a permanent uh, government. She was not a government employee. She was hired by his campaign. She also works for other campaigns, it seems. 
uh, but she's very close to the mayor's chief of staff. So there are a lot of yeah. relationship issues here that always that always figure into these things. You know, A, a knows B, who knows C, right, who right, knows right. D, who's Connect connected to E, and all exactly. of that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's what they seem to be doing. This is going to be fascinating to watch. We'll see where it takes us for sure. Michael Goodwin from the New York Post. Always great to have you on. You have a great Thanksgiving week, and we'll talk to you in December. How does that sound? My pleasure, Mark. Right. Same See to you, Michael, you. Yeah, I look forward to it. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You know those little things that air there, like from Mr. Cox, they're supposed to get your attention. You're supposed to say, hey, I want to tune in for that. That I had no idea what he was talking about. So now, you know, he kind of got me. I think it, You're fished in. Yeah, it did its job, Sue, is what I'm trying to say. Sue will do her job in the next hour. She's got Sue New- Sue's. <laughs> we have days Can like that. we just that go home? Uh, yes. I just want to go home at this point. Sue will have Sue's news. Um, I have an interesting story, kind of frightening story, maybe for parents on an online photo scam that I want to share before oh. that. And then Chris Nagus, who used to be over at Channel 4, he um, is now Senior Director of Storytelling and Content Strategy for Scripps Broadcasting. And he went on the Polar Express from Union Station yesterday with the kiddos and took some video of the dilapidated buildings that he passed by. So we'll talk with Chris coming up. We got Jennings in the 5 o'clock hour. Also, Carafano is going to be here. I saw a piece in the Wall Street Journal last week that talked about um, how we should, you know, we're not talking about Ukraine very much in Russia. We're talking about Gaza and Israel. True. And this was something that said, look, we're... we're um, Ukraine's going to lose this thing. Russia's not going to lose this war, and we need to kind of think about that. So I'll be curious to see what Carafano's take on that will be. Plus, I have an audio cut of the day. Now, over the course of the past, I would put this in the category of years. I have expressed uh, some pretty serious concern about the state of education in this country post-pandemic. Sue, as you might remember, I've I've mentioned the learning loss topic um, a lot of times. I've seen what's happened in school districts across the country. We, as I've stated before, I think got off a little bit easier here in Missouri, certainly than they did in states out east or in Illinois with J.B. Pritzker, but even the New York Times. And there are stories that come out like this, and I don't know how a presidential campaign or how someone in Washington or members of Congress can address this, because these are big issues and the federal government can't do a whole lot for you typically. I think we've learned that over the years. But this is in the New York Times from yesterday, and it is called The Startling Evidence on Learning Loss is In. This is from the editorial board. Now, it's the New York Times, and they get things right every once in a while. On this one, I don't think you can challenge them. In the thick Of the COVID-19 pandemic, Congress sent $190 billion to schools, stipulating that 20% of the funds had to be used for reversing learning setbacks. At the time, educators knew that the impact on how children learn would be significant, but the extent was not yet known. Well, the evidence is in now, and it is startling. And I've tried to put this into perspective many times over the past several months in particular. You had school closures that, oh, by the way, here's the other thing. If only some of us were saying at the time that this was going to be devastating to kids across this country and encouraging superintendents and principals and school districts to not do this to the kids. I remember in particular in the fall of 2020 when I was also a kindergarten teacher, Sue, and my daughter started kindergarten because we had the Zoom calls for the first month. Now, 
to Rockwood's credit, they got those kids back pretty quickly, uh, at least the younger kids. But, you know, the older kids still had to do stuff from their houses. And these kids, are, I think, are lost and on so many different levels. Critical right? times uh, in learning. So right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, geez. This is what they say. Those closures may prove to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education. I do not doubt it. It set student progress in math and reading back by two decades and widened the achievement gap that separates poor and wealthy children. The the learning losses will remain unaddressed when the federal money runs out in 2024, and then they're going to ask for more federal money. Well, where did the federal money go to begin with? Now, what's the solution here, right? How do you fix this? I How think some of think? it is unfixable, especially yeah. for kids that are older or in their, you know, the ones that are graduated. Those are the ones I think I worry about the most. The kids that sort of got taken away right. from their education, then had to finish up, and maybe they graduated, but they didn't get the experiences that they that they should have. So they they say here it will take a multi disciplinary approach. And at this point, all the solutions that will be needed can't be known. The work of getting kids back on solid ground is just the beginning, but that doesn't mean there shouldn't be immediate action. They go into some of these things here about federal, state, local officials, blah, 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 blah. Let me focus on the people that are to blame here. And I don't know if this is going to achieve anything, but I I hope that, that some of you and the mask up crowd and the people that, you know, there were people that were picketing and saying you're going to kill teachers, I know. right? I know. It's disgusting. And these were the Sam Pages of the world, Lisa Clancy, Tashara Jones. There wasn't, um, just so we can be very clear on how this broke down, there were no Republicans that were encouraging school districts or anyone to shut down completely. There were no Republicans that were keeping kids out of classrooms. Not, not in this state. Damn well. I know that. But you know what there were? Every freaking Democrat, for the most part, wanted those kids out of school because what do you want to do? You want to kill grandma? Are you trying to kill your mom and dad? No, we didn't kill grandma. Grandma's okay, even though she would have been okay. But all these kids are set back now decades. Good job, Sam Page, Lisa Clancy, Tashara Jones, uh, the idiot mayor of New York who finally had his comeuppance, right? Unbelievable. And there's no solution. You want a solution? There is none. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.